0: welcome to editing license
1: this is a podcast about our journey growing up as we create a safe space to chat about literally anything
0: relationships friendships mental health self-care korea you name it
1: and who are we we're best friends but unfortunately we don't even get to live in the same city we're living thousands of miles and various flights away from each other,
0: but we've been through the good, the bad, and the ugly together, and now we're gonna share it all with you. Welcome to episode fourteen of Editing License on Scene Media. I'm Mia, and joining me today are Angie and Don. How are we? Not bad. Good morning from my end. <laughs> Good afternoon.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like three PM for us right now, but it's been busy. How about you, Mia?
0: Um, I've been better. I'm very busy with um a few of my uh last assignments, but um yeah, I also got COVID like almost four weeks ago. I'm finally oh feeling God. better now. Oof. But I was really sick. I eh? was hospitalized for a day. Yeah. But I um, oh I'm feeling better now and very excited to be back to record with my girls. Aww. You too. fully recovered? Um I would say so. I finally mm-hmm. woke up um today and I didn't feel any chest pain anymore, which is okay. amazing. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, finally feeling like myself again. But please, COVID sucks. And it's like <laughs> scary to know like how it can affect different people in like very different way. Like, mm. I'm young. I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm healthy and fit, but like, <laughs> I'm young and it's like, almost killed me. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy.
1: Well, at least it's over and done with.
0: Yeah, hopefully I wouldn't get it again. Yes, that's what we hope too. Um, okay, so what are we talking about today? Yeah, so today we're going a little deeper. Um,
2: we're talking about regrets we may have had specifically during the process of growing up. Um, what we would have done differently if we had the chance to go back in time and why. And maybe ourselves today can give our younger selves from years ago some <laughs> cool advice. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Wow, it's such an interesting topic. Um, very different from what we usually do.
1: I can already think of like so many things I would have done differently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: me too. But I think this topic will be really interesting. Um, and we'll go through a couple of categories together and break them down. Hopefully there'll be a lot of funny stories for this one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So first, I'd like to ask you guys: Do you have regrets in
0: general? Mm, Well, I feel like everyone has something they wish they um, could have done differently in the past, and I'm not any different. Um, There are many things that I'm not particularly proud of my younger self, and. Um, Sometimes I still sabotage myself for it. But at the same time, I'm also a massive believer that everything happens for a reason. Um, And by no means am I trying to validate the things that I could have done differently in the past. But I'm trying to think that maybe those mistakes are meant to happen to teach me a lesson. And I won't be who I am today if I didn't make
1: those choices. I agree with that. Like It's a very interesting perspective. I'll say that you're meant to make mistakes in order to learn And you avoid those same situations in the future. Like, without regrets, it's pretty much impossible to become the person you are today. Like, just imagine if you never took a wrong turn on a road. You might never bumped into, like, a new favorite cafe shop or met a friend that day. Mm -hmm. But then again, sometimes it's just so confusing and even frustrating to think that, okay, if I hadn't made that mistake, would I be a better person today? But for that mistake, I've only limited myself to this present state.
2: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think I've definitely um, had those thoughts a lot, like with all the buts and the what ifs. Um, But yeah, maybe just mirroring off your guys' ideas there, I think that this is kind of a cliche, but I had this bracelet that said, I don't regret the things I've done. I only regret the things I didn't do when I had the chance. And Mm. this quote has always stuck with me. Um, I try to live without regrets because a I try to live my life to the fullest and b I try not to think about the what-ifs because they really I can't do anything about it Um, obviously always easier said than done Um, and when I make a decision especially spontaneous and adventurous ones I always think in my head like will I have the chance to do this again and that is usually what pushes me to do it I mean we only live once and Oh my god, that's so cheesy. Um, that's so crazy. And we're only young ones, right? Like, But yeah, with that said, I also have a few things I would have loved to not have done. But I guess they also make good stories for now. So I guess mm-hmm. yay to building personality <laughs> through horrible stories.
0: <laughs> totally. And um, I think the phrase, will I have the chance to do this again, is such like an inspirational way to think about life, to be honest. And um, I do think that I live by that for, um, like, every second of my life. Because honestly, who knows what would happen tomorrow.
1: That's very spot on. And mm. a lot of the time, it's really just about pushing yourself out of your own comfort zone. Mm. For
2: sure. I cannot agree more. So, with that said, let's start juicy and probably most fun to talk about. Regrets in dating. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
1: I mean... Hmm. <laughs> Like, I would say yes and no. Like, in the moment, of <laughs> course not. Dating is fun. It's exciting. It's just like filling your life with this kind of pink happiness. But then once you're out of it and you look back, I do think that I regretted doing certain things in the relationship, but not entirely the relationship itself. Like, for mm. example, I would say, hmm, I regret not hanging out with my friends as much or not focusing on myself as much during that time and like just kind of putting them on a pedestal. That does that make sense as of now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, for um, sure. I've also I can also relate.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like that being said, I do look back and realize I could have done a lot better. Like, girl, why were you crying <laughs> over someone that like you clearly deserve better? That was a big waste of time, but it did build a lot of Feels. character yeah Mm. it's a very mixed feelings like i would say like to summarize right i don't know how to feel about whether i regret those past relationships but like the uttermost regretful thing would probably that i did not put as much effort into myself during those relationships and it really did cause me to miss out on a lot of potential what about you mia Mm -hmm. um i don't think i've ever regretted
0: dating anyone I don't think, I don't want to like put it out there and then maybe some of them listen to this and be like, oh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> boost, yeah, because like my brain is very foggy, like the older I get, the foggier my brain is, so just, it's just a maybe, you guys, but um, no, I don't think I've ever regret dating anyone, um, even if it's just a fling. Um, it's because more often than not, like it's incredibly hard for me to fall for someone. So if I actually dated someone, then they definitely have to meant a whole lot for me. Mm. Um, not that I've dated a lot of people either, though. <laughs> like in my <laughs> head, I counted two, maybe three, if I'm really pushing it. But Again, like, a few of them were just kids' love, and if you've listened to this podcast before, then I've mentioned that I would not count kids' love in the dating categories. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no regrets. Um, I think being in love with someone is such a special feeling, and, and there were definitely ups and downs for me, but in the end, I've a lot from those relationships, um, and... You know, I know what I need to look for and what not to look for in my future partner. And I know how to work on myself as well. Plus, I'm quite traumatized from my past relationships, but that's fine. Because those are unlimited resources and inspirations for me as a writer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true. Capitalize on men. That is a must.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Unfortunately, I'm not a writer, so I don't have the opportunity to capitalize on them. So you go, though. <laughs>
0: mm,
2: but yeah, in dating, I mean, I think okay, I regret dating all of my exes.
0: No, oh, I'm just kidding. oh my god, <laughs> I'm sure um. like someone out there could relate. I'm sure. <laughs> In
2: all seriousness um they've all taught me somehow about some things about relationships and i wouldn't be the partner and the person that i am today without those experiences um Mm. and they've definitely helped me in relationships and become the best versions of myself uh for this relationship that i'm in right now and they also taught me what i should avoid looking for and maybe what doesn't mesh well with me
1: Mm -hmm. that's very true like you learn how to (laughs) look out for like red flags for traits that you just never want back into your life again
0: yeah definitely (laughs) I mean I wish I am because like I've been single for so long I actually like I'm really looking forward to being in in a relationship to see you know how much I've grown or if I've learned anything at all from my past relationship like I always say that I have but like sometimes i doubt myself as well
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure we can only know if you actually put it into the test so like if you actually date someone we're all waiting Mm -hmm. for that huh
2: but the thing is about mia is she is so picky like (laughs) oh my god like you should see her dating like she's like eh, i don't like him Eh, (laughs) i don't like him it's like (laughs) it has to be she likes the chase
0: i do Mm. i really do like if they like me back I'm gonna be like, I'm out.
1: (laughs) Fair enough though. But the thing is it's like you you need to have high standards. Like you can't just settle for like anyone. Like not the first person that you see online. Like you need to have like different scrolls, different dates and all of that first. No, that is very true.
2: are you roasting me? <laughs> uh,
1: okay. People have just like different perspectives on life, okay? Like nothing against you, Don. You're doing a like incredible job with your boyfriend. Like kudos to you. But I don't feel like I could have done that. It sounds
0: very sarcastic right now.
1: I am joking. I just I just can't do online dating for some reason. Mm,
0: I mean, no, that's fair enough. I don't think I can do that either. Mm. <laughs> okay, um, we'll see. <laughs> Stop. but yeah i mean i am trying to stop being so picky really need to talk to my therapist about this because i do think i have a problem um (laughs) but yeah
1: i don't think it's your problem though like you shouldn't stop being picky like people should raise up to your standards like why are you like diminishing your own values for someone to meet your level you feel me
0: yeah no 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 that's true but my problem is that I don't know if I'm like exposing or telling too much here, but it's kind of like I've rejected guys that are really nice. Like they, That's they fine. care for me. and They, you know, they fine. tell me I know. But and then I'm like, um, because you're so into me, I'm I'm not gonna <laughs> be able to give back, you know, that much amount of love. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like. And then I always run away from those relationships. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. I think. And I will run straight into people who have, like, all sort of red flags that my ex (laughs) have. And I'm like, well, maybe that's for me. (laughs) So that's my problem.
2: I think as long as you don't lead any of them on, then that's important.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't. And it sucks.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Maybe to make you feel better, I just remembered uh, one regret of mine. Um yes, tell us. (laughs) So I had a crush when I started high school and I didn't really know what to do because I mean I've had crush as a kid before, but I it was like the age where people start asking people out, you know? And um apparently this was the cool thing to do. Um I would have never done it if it wasn't the quote unquote cool thing to do. I'm so I'm so intrigued
0: already. (laughs) (laughs) But
2: I was too much of a chicken to do it myself. So I asked my best friend at the time to do it. The problem was, my best friend asked her friend, who was his friend, to do it. So instead of asking... What a great
0: best friend you had! (laughs) Yeah. What a great best friend you had.
2: (laughs) She was like the messenger, so that was kinda cute.
0: (laughs) No. I disagree.
2: (laughs) But... (laughs) So yeah. Instead of doing the thing myself, I was too much of a chicken and went past two intermediaries. This does this okay. make sense.
1: I'm it does. Kind of confused, but go on.
2: Um. Anyway, at the end, he said no through his friend, and then again, his Ugh. friend to my friend, oh, and then oh. my friend to my to me. <laughs> but no, no, he was he was very I thought polite he, about it. I
0: thought at least he would just like go back to you and you know <laughs> talk to you. No. Oh my god! No, this is bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, and um. <laughs> I hear so many embarrassing stories from that
0: time. Like, um, once we went
2: on the bus together, and um, the bus like started shaking, so I fell Uh-oh. and my hands got onto his shoulder, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness,
0: <laughs> this is so embarrassing." But did you sit on his lap as well? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be like a moment straight out of a movie. You know?
1: <laughs> but they were like no. in grade seven.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no. You say at the start of high school. Oh. It was in grade seven in Australia. No. Oh. Why am I blanking? What? Out? I'm not sure. But, but, anyways. I mean, I'm sure you're old enough to, you know, you're going to ask him out. Who cares? <laughs>
2: yeah, would have told my younger self to do it um, myself. Yeah, but when did, you, did you guys ever ask someone out as a kid?
0: Um, I think I have, like, a similar experience in terms of not having the courage to tell someone you like them. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you just hate it when you're in the talking stage with someone, but then all of a sudden they just... not Like, not ghosting you, but, like, just stop being responsive and mm-hmm. there's absolutely nothing that you could do about it yeah or maybe yeah i get yeah. where you're
1: coming from like it's like when you're trying there you feel like they're losing interest in you right
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and like there's just absolutely nothing that you can do about it or like sure. maybe there is but i didn't do anything and until now i'm still thinking about the what ifs um mm-hmm. and you know sometimes i'm so sad thinking about what could have happened if Maybe I've done something differently as well, um, but I have to persuade myself into thinking that everything happens for a reason. And there's no point in sabotaging yourself because at the end of the day, if they wanted to have to do anything with you, they would have. They wouldn't have acted that way.
1: That is very very true. This scenario literally happened to me in grade eight, and that was my whole like soul personality trait for like four straight years. <laughs>
0: Um, Anything can be your personality trait. I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I feel like any, just like any minor inconvenience in my life, I make it my personality trait for like at least a few weeks. But like, <laughs> again, just remember that you deserve someone who actually communicates and deals with you instead of just ghosting you. And I feel like, okay, at this age at least, if you're losing interest in someone, it's better to just, you know, just upfront say to them like hey let's have a chat i don't think this is going anywhere and it's just so much better than kind of like leading them like leading you on or something like Mm. that yeah i think so
0: too i agree I mean, because I hate it when people just kind of, like, disappear and not say anything. Mm. Um, like, I don't have the time to, like, keep thinking about them. So I just want an answer. So, yeah, that's the tips in dating, guys. Be honest and, you know, say what you think to the other person because chances are they they are waiting for you to communicate with them as well
2: Mm. Mm Hmm. preach yeah and i think it doesn't apply just to relationships that's a good transition to regrets and friendships what do you guys
1: think Mm -hmm. um yeah you do you want to go first angie on the top of my head i can't think of any regrets and friendships i really don't think so Um, i've always kind of kept my friendship circle really like small and tight like i would literally only like up to this day i would literally only have like two or three people i consider actually close in my life and i i just don't really overshare to other people outside these circle. well adulting license being an exception of course but mm, i don't think (laughs) i've been let down by many people like in a friendship kind of space so yeah it kind of sounds bad now that i'm saying it out loud as if though i have like very high walls for people to access me but i think i like it like that (laughs) Mm.
0: no i think i think it's a it's a very nice feeling to have you know a few very close people to you and like i don't know you don't need to you can just social to be friend with someone but you already know that you have like a good foundation Mm. of friends and you know that's good um what about you though though, um like incomplete opposite to dating i do have a lot of regrets in Mm. friendships um most of this happens when i was really young like all the way back in primary school um like obviously i was just a kid then but i have always been a very straightforward person in general and i'm sure both of you know that Mm. um Mm -hmm. Like, I would tell you exactly how I feel about um, certain things, and I guess when I was younger, I didn't exactly know how to communicate that in the most sensible way, and sometimes what I say might be hurtful to other people. Um, So yeah, that's probably what I regretted the most in the past. Um, But 14 years old me would be proud of how I handle my emotions now, (laughs) I think. Um, yeah, but I don't think I have much regrets in friendships in recent years, um, but I wish I can learn how to say no more often and, you know, actually spend time and energy for the people that cares about me and the people that means a lot to me. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm not good enough for my friends and mm. I don't know how to let them know how much I appreciate them because I feel like words are not enough to describe how much they
1: meant to me. That's really cute. Um yeah, I get that like as you grow up, you do kind of like direct yourself in a way that is not as close and tight knit with your friends as before anymore. So it does get quite hard to really show them that you're still there for them and that you still care about them a lot. But mm. it does take a little bit like an really big extra push and effort to do so and i mean yep. i guess if we do wind the clock back to like way back to primary school i'll say like yeah i probably have some regrets like being friends with some people like okay primary school kids are not that nice like they're they are really <laughs> even people out there and i just wish like i mean i guess back
0: then it was just like we we're just trying to figure out like who we are We were not really we were so young. Yeah,
1: exactly. I don't know, we're (laughs) just
0: kids, you know? Yeah, exactly, we're
1: just kids. Some people, okay, I mean this with, like, the most sincere way possible. Some of them are just mean, and they just, they're just straight (laughs) up, just evil. Like, I had so much trouble being friends with certain people, because, like, I remember in year five, right, if you miss out a day at school, the next time you show up, you are like you're on a verge that you could be what do you call that like boycotted from that friend group if you just miss one day of school and they can just like turn your back on you like so fast and i was so traumatized by that in like a split second but when i grow up like what was wrong with these people like this Mm -hmm. is clearly not a mean problem it's just more like kids are mean yeah that's that's the overall approach to this that's Mm. worse
2: than mean girls (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, this is so traumatizing. And it was, like, summer school mm-hmm. as well. So, like, not everyone oh. was in the class. It was only, like, it's a small group already. And then they tried to make, like, little, like, clicks out of those small groups. So it felt, like, even more isolating. That was toxic. It yeah. was. What about you, Dawn?
2: Um, actually, now you guys are talking about primary school. I think I had a pretty great time at primary school, honestly. And sometimes I kind of think about it and think that was really sweet. Um, Aww. But I think I've been thinking about friendships a lot um, recently, and I don't know, like, I think in high school, I kind of I had a lot of friends, but also not really. And I've always had, like, the people I'm super close to. Um, but I wonder, like, since now that, like, years later, looking back, I don't talk to most of them anymore. Um, On a regular basis especially. Some of them are still nice, but I wonder, maybe a bit like you, Mia, if I should have spent more time with the ones I was really close with, instead of like, trying to float and do everything and be such a people pleaser, because I also can't say no. But Mm. it's not really a regret, it's just kind of like a what if, if... I I treated it differently.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I resonate to that as well. Yeah, but like a thing about me though, um, I well the people that I'm close with in high school, I am still very close with right now, and that's mm-hmm. something that I'm very proud of myself because honestly, we don't get to see each other in like years but mm-hmm. sometimes i you know we some of them i still text on a regular basis on a daily basis actually and we still call each other you know for hours and hours and we care about each other in you know the the sweetest way ever and that's something that I'm very proud of myself. But yeah, like I mentioned before, I definitely am also a people pleaser as well. And, you know, even though I'm, I'm spending time with the people that I care about now, I, I'm so selfish. Like, I still want more time with them, if, if I could.
1: <laughs> so cute, though. Yeah.
0: Very <laughs> That was cute. really deep. That was so deep, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, shall we move on? Um, maybe mm-hmm. to regrets about school or work, do you guys have any? I have lots. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, I feel like I'm exposing myself a lot during this episode. <laughs> um, but I think one of my maybe not so good trade is that when I'm working on something, I'm such a rigid person. So I guess like people who have worked with me before might at times be stressed out because of that. I don't know, it's like when it comes to work, I have a specific pace and schedule that I want to follow to make sure that everything is on track at least like a few days before the deadline. Mm. But I also understand that some people work better under pressure of, under the pressure of time, um, but my anxiety would just never let me leave things until last minute. So yeah, because of this, at uni, I also try to avoid any subjects that have group work. <laughs> but yeah... But I also understand that flexibility is appreciated in a working environment because it's not like things can go according to a plan every single time. But yeah, I think I'm I'm better at it now.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Like, I hate it when people don't pull their own weights and mess up plans. Like, literally, okay, 30 minutes mm-hmm. before this meeting, oh, wait, this podcast, right? I had assigned this person in my group to fill out a form, and I already gave her... This is like the instructions like three weeks ago, and it was due this Friday. And I was like, hey, just checking in, like, how's the progress looking like? She's like, oh, my God, I forgot to tell you. I I, have just been like so caught up in work. That I can't do it anymore. Oh, my God. So it just gets me like really <clears throat> frustrating. I know it's a bad like mm. a, it's it's like on my side. It's a bad habit to have that. If I request I something, it like for me, right, when I request something, I want it to be done as soon as possible. Or even immediately. Mm -hmm. Because like I'm always, I can tell some people, they have those habits where they'll leave it to the very last minute and then they'll tell you if they have any trouble troubles or issues. Yeah. And I just want that to be resolved way before the actual deadline. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's really annoying, but I do also see my bad habits and how unreasonable I can be sometimes. And again, I get that people have other commitments and things going on in their lives, but these requests that I give them, they're just so easily done and without any Mm -hmm. thought. So if they just kind of told me beforehand or like, maybe did it, like, a week in advance, all of this would have already been done, like, already been sold. Mm, no, that's very true. Like, and
0: and I feel like um, my... From my point of view, and when you work on something, like, I would always give it, like, 110%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would always try my best to, you know, do everything that I can, even if it's just, like, a normal task, like you say. So I guess because we have the same mindset, that's why this podcast has been pretty smooth sailing, mm. I would say. Like, I'm so happy to, like, work with you guys because, you know, we have, like, such a fast pace of working and it's, like, <laughs> it's enjoyable. Mm.
1: And it's also, <laughs> I, like, we're also I'm glad very you think independent so. as well. Mm-hmm. Like, we can assign tasks and delegate things, but you don't need to yeah. constantly, like, kind of catch up on things together. Literally. Mm. Like, I loved it. I feel like in every kind of setting, there needs to be that kind of trust that... You can mm-hmm. trust in the other person to do what they're assigned, and prepare yes. and like just show up with actual effort instead of having yes, someone exactly. just kind of like being bossing around the whole time. You just kind of answering mm-hmm. to their requests instead.
0: Yeah, literally, and like that's when you're helping them as well. Mm. Like if you don't report back to them, then. It's their job to ask you, right? Exactly. And if you're doing your job and you report back to them, then you're doing them a favor and yourself a favor as well. Mm. But yeah, I would love to work with you guys for the rest <laughs> of my life because oh, I've never worked with like a group of people who have never had those problems before. So I,
1: I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> I guess it really comes down to like how well people can communicate with each other as well.
0: Mm, that's true. Literally. That's so true. That's so true. It's just like in the way, like in your attitude as, as well, like in your tone of voice and, you know, how you talk to people. That's like a big thing. Mm. I'm glad you guys think so, cause I know that I
2: am the last minute person in the group and I am not as organized <laughs> as you guys and I know you guys don't <laughs> like that, but with work, I'm trying to get better.
0: No, but y- I know that's true. But like I say, like, it's also depends on how you communicate with your teammates as well. And Mm -hmm. the way that you communicate, that's like a bonus point for you. Because, you know, some people who haven't done their work, which is to be like, oh, sorry, haven't. uh, No, not even sorry. They wouldn't say sorry. They just say, like, "Oh, I haven't done it because I'm busy." Exactly, you know?
1: and the thing is, the thing is, they don't tell you. You have to ask I know. it. out. Mm-hmm. You have to ask and it. Just, like, yes. So, that's so true. I'm like, if you didn't do it, just tell me. Like, I'm happy to take on extra work, but you have to tell me.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And then you know those people who you have to like ask follow up questions just because they won't even bother to answer you.
1: Oh my mm-hmm. god, I hate and that. And you have to be like, I know.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: You know, you know, like how in group <laughs> chats, if do you use do you guys use the word bump to like make a message show up yeah. again? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll
0: just I- like reply to that and yeah. like
1: like an adult point. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I have to use it so passive aggressively to like just make them see it again, like make them really understand. Like <laughs> I need this done. Mm. Yeah. No, that's fair. You know, we're just
0: trying to do our job here, mm. and I hope that people can understand from our like perspective as well people who might have you know to take the role of leading a project it's really hard on them so maybe just take away their burden by doing your work and you know communicate effectively
1: exactly exactly
0: (laughs) okay so back on track yes back on track back to you angie do
1: you have any other regrets um so i guess hmm, i do regret a lot of stuff in my undergrad years regarding like career and work i guess being an international student in a pretty like competitive uni and also being in a pretty competitive country australia in general i had a lot of imposter syndrome it was also it was always like constant thinking why would this firm even hire me i'm not even like from here so what can i actually contribute to them so i never really put in an application or just really like I didn't put as much effort as I should have into making these applications for these firms. And I was just uh, very shy to participate in a lot of networking events or kind of stepping out of my comfort zone. So when I saw my other friends, like albeit them being local or domestic students, getting things that I couldn't get, I was just really upset and I was scared of falling, like, falling behind them. So I guess my biggest mm. regret was really coming down to myself how i doubted myself and restricted myself to not even giving myself a chance to shoot a shot
0: Mm. no i i definitely resonate to that like on a personal level because like it's all the thing that you have said that's how i feel when i first uh, when i first started uni Mm. um and, you know, Melbourne uni is, like, so competitive as well. And, um, you know, like, I look around me and everybody seems like, you know, they know what they're doing and they, you know, have everything together. And I just feel like I'm not. Mm. And I always feel like I have to try, like, 200% in order to, you know, match their standard. And I doubted myself for the longest time. Um, but then – and similar to you with your um, firm story like I because I am doing creative writing and have to write a lot and I see all of my you know friends or not even friends just you know they are uni students who get published um who have their writing published and I look at them with like admirable eyes and I'm like oh my god I've never I don't know if I could ever like be like that I don't know if I can ever get my work published and then I made a goal for myself and I put myself out there. I stepped out of my comfort zone and it worked. I, I got published. Oh and, god, um, god, congrats. How exciting. <laughs> <there> was, <like laughs> was it the poem? <laughs> yeah, it was the poem and my animations. But yeah, it, that's just an example for you to hopefully um, give you some uh, motivation. Um, you know, just put, put yourself out there and if not if you can't get it that's fine too mm-hmm. yeah for sure
2: mm-hmm.
0: um i think i
2: also resonate a lot to this because not only was I in a similar situation but i also didn't go to a big and and high ranking university and i beat myself up a lot about it um and i would always be like why would someone hire me here similarly and i would also never put in an application because i just think they would reject me so why even try kind of like if i don't Mm. apply i don't get rejected kind of thing um so yeah i i think now that i have a job i don't think that that mattered as much and maybe i I should i should have just um yeah like ranking doesn't matter that much um i think in my mind, it would always matter a little bit, but um, <laughs> maybe if I were to to go back in time, I would have just been a little more content with myself and not beat up myself that I didn't go to, I don't know, a cool school.
0: That's No, I true. mean, with the, with the ranking um, point of view, I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I question my decision into going to Melbourne Uni as well. I felt like I chose this school just because of the ranking that it has Um, and you know I thought oh it would be cool if you know I'll go to this school Um, and then I talked to a lot of my friends and they also feel the same thing like when you actually go to Melbourne Uni you would realize that oh it's actually not that it's not good but it's like not what you would have expected it to be does that make sense Mm. Um, and yeah like I know a lot of people who, who went to Melbourne Uni also, you know, switched to another you know, uni after just, like, a semester or a year just because they can't handle, you know, the workload or it's just not how they expect it to be. And, you know, I honestly, I don't think ranking matters. Like, if you good on you, but now you have, like, the best test job ever, <laughs> so it really doesn't matter,
1: really. I really don't yeah. think uni rankings matter at all. Like, I've seen people this sounds a bit privileged but like people who come from like maybe a lower ranking school they still end up getting really good jobs really good roles yeah, or absolutely at, and the thing is a good uni a ranking wise doesn't really tell anything about it um, at mm-hmm. any uni that you go to or any school or college or like wherever you go to it's not about what the institution actually provides it's actually about how you can make those experiences and how you actually go out of your way to capture different experiences like you need yeah. to be the one who takes initiative to make the most out of it otherwise mm-hmm. every single uni will just be the same that's yeah. true this the school itself is obviously extremely
2: important but it doesn't reflect other stuff like your people skills or honestly i don't know not. your communication skills anyways let's move on to the q a session for this week which i think we haven't done in a while um so yeah first question, I regret not pursuing my relationship with my crush in high school, but now I still like him. Should I go for it now? <laughs> um, I say your or short, um, yeah, but before doing so, I'd make sure that it is more than an innocent crush and that you really have feelings for him. But other than that, I hope it works out.
0: <laughs> that is a very short and sweet answer. Yes. <laughs> um... I think it's worth thinking about whether or not you still like him or you like the idea of him, but if I were you, I would definitely go for it <laughs> because I'm an emotional girl and I, I always think about the what ifs and I cannot think realistically for once, Um, but maybe my realistic self would think that if you guys were meant to be together, it would have happened in high school, but my romantic self is saying who cares, so... <laughs> If you still have feelings for him now, that's surely a sign. Go, go for it. <laughs> mm, <laughs> New book alert.
1: <laughs> not on okay. The same let's page.
0: hear. Let's hear from the most realistic. Yeah, oh, she's okay. not convinced. Not on
1: the same page as you guys. She's
0: like, like mm. I feel She's like already shaking her head. <laughs> I, I,
1: actually am. Like the thing is, if it was high school, okay, depends on how old you are right now. Let's say if you're like twenty and you're looking back at high school, like four or five years ago, that's weird. No offense, but I'm like really? I would oh, not no. I would not go after someone in high school. Especially after Uh-oh. meeting so many new people <laughs> in so like so many different like um environments. No, high school does not justify it for me. Like, I don't know, I look look personally I see high school friends as people that you meet like once every few years For, like, a reunion. And then pretend that you're still interested in in each other's lives. But other than that, I just feel like, no. Like, no. What if he's no longer the person that you think he is? So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Hmm. Not No, I... I agree. In the last part.
0: For the rest, I'm like, okay, debatable. Mm. But... But no, I... I sometimes I just hope that I can borrow your mindset for like just one day, <laughs> Angie, cuz that would help me a whole lot better in my life. <laughs> I just want to be realistic for once. I'm such like a dreamy girl and it's well, not helping. Well, that's good
1: me, for but... you though, cuz you're a writer. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's like oh, inspiration. Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, on that aspect, yes, but for my mental health, no. <laughs> you
1: no, know, it's it's fine. We need someone who can like write us good books who can write us like even movies and plays of like romantic oh, yeah. love affairs i binge watch that on netflix all the time yep. but yeah oh yeah thanks yeah but you
0: know what's funny i wrote two screenplay this semester and it's all about like murder stuff nice so, which is fun <laughs> nice yeah because i don't have any love interest in my life
1: <laughs> i literally just came back and from like, a criminal law class so i'm like yeah oh my god that's so good yeah
0: and you know i can't always write about my ex i need to give him a break yeah so (laughs)
1: he's not even getting any loyalty out of it like he's he's just literally i'm sorry He's just being a free 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 source of labor (laughs) anyways question number two i've always wanted to pursue another profession but my current job and skills don't align with my passion I regret not switching earlier, but I'm in too deep with my current job. What should I do?
0: Mm, I think it's totally normal for people to have a career outside of, of um, your profession. Um, like, I know that for your case, doing further studying would be an option. Um, and it really is a great option. Um, However, I would also suggest you to do research and get yourself involved in the field that you're passionate in before making any big decision. Um, And if you think, yes, this is something that I would do for a living, then doing further studying is always an option. And it will definitely be not easier, but at least you enjoyed it because it's your passion.
1: Mm, I absolutely agree. I really don't think that there's anything as too late to change or too late to learn something new like there will definitely be a learning curve to go through like learning new skills but i'm sure it'll be worth it in the end and you'll be so much happier like mia has said when you're actually doing something you're passionate about like even for me Mm -hmm. i don't regret not doing a bachelor of law and commerce as an undergrad and yeah, it's fine now. Like, I, I see myself right now with other Juris doctor candidates who are much older than me. And I am just, I'm like not late for where I should be. And no one is late for where they should be because everyone has such mm. a different timeline in their lives. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
2: couldn't agree more. And I also think that I, I saw it somewhere that I think people um, end up, people usually don't up, end up with the same job as they studied for. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think there's always a different route to do um, everything. Everything happens for a yeah, reason.
1: Spot on. Like um, in my class literally today, I sat next to a guy who's like, I would say 50 years old, 60 years old. Like he was much older and he was still just in class, enjoying, learning mm. alongside everyone. And I feel like the fear of judgment really kind of restricts us from pursuing what we really want. But like, mm. if you push that aside, mm-hmm. there's nothing that you that's can't fine. do.
0: Yeah, that's, that's true. true. I I resonate to that as well because I I always feel like I really <laughs> this is going to be so funny. Like I really want to work in the medical field, but like what I'm doing now, it's absolutely have nothing to do with it. And like, I like sometimes I think about oh that's fine. Like I still have time. Like I'm young and. You know, I can still do that when I'm forty years old, fifty years old. What like when like how your classmate is doing now, Angie? Mm. Like, you know, if I'm really passionate about something, then like age wouldn't be like an issue at
1: all. It's not. It really isn't. As long as you still like strive for it and you still want to make effort for it, go ahead. No one's going to really don't eye twice over it mm, absolutely
0: all right and that's the end of today's episode i hope you guys had fun listening to this one it was so much deeper than i thought it would be
2: <laughs> yeah um yeah it was really deep um but yeah just like this week we'll be having a q a session about a certain topics so don't forget to send in your questions to our instagram at our doting license for our next episode and as always follow us on instagram for more updates
1: subscribe to us on spotify and apple Podcasts. we'll drop a new episode every fortnight Thank mm-hmm. you.